Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Kylie Camps, owner of the Kind Parenting Company, wife, proud mom of twin boys, and happiness advocate. This podcast is a place for women who want more from life. It's your time to cultivate more self-care, compassion, happiness, love, and confidence. Let's have real conversations to help you feel better, choose better, and live your best life. Welcome to episode number 10. Today's podcast is a super light topic, and I'm chatting all things refining your wardrobe and finding your own mum or life uniform. I'm a huge fan of feeling really, really comfortable in your own skin and also loving what you wear each day. Now, I know that clothing and fashion is a really, really first world topic, and I don't take that for granted at all. But I also think that the way that you dress really can impact your confidence levels throughout the day. There are studies that support the fact that when you are dressed in clothing that you love, you do in fact feel more confident and more capable. I think it's really easy for us to just slide into having a wardrobe full of no's. And I know myself that was certainly the case for me after I had our twin boys. I remember when they were about six months old, I would walk into my wardrobe and every single thing hanging in there felt like a big fat no. I would put different outfits on and I would remember just thinking, no, this doesn't fit or no, I don't feel good in this. No, this doesn't suit me or no, this is just not practical for how my life really is. And so today's podcast is just about touching on making over your wardrobe and introducing items that make you feel really, really great, but also serve you for the current season of your life. So many of us hang on to clothing for a really, really long time. And some items are great and they keep their longevity, while others make us feel a little frumpy, perhaps out of date, and maybe just don't fit how our life really is. I know for me, before I had the boys, I really, really loved long maxi dresses. That was kind of my staple, my go-to outfit. And I had so many of them. But after I had the boys, I realized that long dresses really weren't working for me with young twins because I was up and down, on and off the floor all day. I was wanting to be able to get out the door quickly, which meant being able to just throw my runners on. A long dress just didn't suit the de- the ins and outs of my everyday life. So I realized that I needed to adapt and change. And I wanted to create a wardrobe full of yes clothes rather than those big no's. So if you're feeling a little bit the same with your current wardrobe, 
you may enjoy this podcast. So first things first, I think it's really important to go through your wardrobe and cull regularly and also ruthlessly. And I know that for some people it is really, really hard to let go of items. And I will pop in a little disclaimer just saying that both Matt and I are quite minimalist and we have no problems in letting go of material items. So I acknowledge that I am more ruthless than some people. So if you have your sentimental items, please feel free to keep them and don't let me pressure you into letting letting go of things that you're not ready for. But I do want you to ask yourself, when you are in your wardrobe, how many of the clothes in there do you actually wear? How often are you wearing them? And how do you feel when you're wearing them? Because if it's been over six months since you've even gotten to the bottom of a drawer or you haven't worn a certain cami or a top or a dress in over six months, is it likely that you're going to wear it in the next six months? Of course, there are seasonal items like coats and things like that that you will only wear every now and again. But for the bulk of your wardrobe, if you're not wearing it consistently, regularly, if it doesn't make you feel great, maybe it doesn't have a place in your wardrobe. So when it comes to actually culling, I suggest having a couple of piles. I would pull everything out of your wardrobe and your drawers and I would have your set piles. I would have pile one that is a bin pile because we all end up with clothes, mainly underwear I feel, that has that have lost their elasticity or are really just past the point of wearing. Have your bin pile so that you can bag it up and get rid of those. Have another pile for donating. It's really, really great to be able to pass on your no clothes to people who will feel as though they are a really big yes. You may not love these clothes, but they could make someone else's day. So a donate pile is really, really important. I always like to wash and fold the clothes as well for the donate pile. Another pile that I would have is a potential sell pile. Now, a lot of people are put off on selling their secondhand clothing because they feel like it will be a lot of effort. But hand on my heart, I regularly use Facebook Marketplace to sell clothes that I no longer wear, and it's really quite easy. You do get the odd annoying message or frustrating message, and you may find that you get a few of those. But if you're patient and you have the time to just quickly upload a photo and a description, you may find that you can easily make $50 to $200 just off the clothes that have been sitting in your wardrobe. And you can put that money towards bills or reinvesting in your wardrobe or whatever you need. So it is nice to consider selling things that are a no thank you for you because they could be a big yes please to someone else. I also like to have a pile of maybes. Now the maybe pile is for those of you who struggle to get rid of things. I have to be honest, I don't really ever have a maybe pile when it comes to culling my wardrobe because I am very much, yes, it's in or no, it's out. But for those who struggle with letting things go, have a maybe pile. And what I would do in this instance is everything in the maybe pile, I would bag it up or box it up and make a little commitment to myself that if I've not gone into that box or that bag, Within six months, 
then let it go and don't even open it. Don't go into it. Don't tempt yourself to go down memory lane. Just donate it. You will also have a keep pile. Now, when it comes to the things you keep, be really, really honest with yourself. When you put it on, does it make you feel great? Is it practical for your life? As in, does it fit what you're doing right now? Are you going to continue to get wear out of it? Have you worn it recently? And is it a versatile piece that you can mix and match? And do you feel as though it flatters you and makes you feel confident? Because if it's not ticking those boxes, pop it in the maybe pile. Once you've gone through all of your items of clothing, have a look at what you're left with and see if there's a common thread. I know for a lot of people, when they do this, they'll realize that they've only kept denim and white and stripes. And then they begin to realize that that is their authentic, that is their genuine uniform, the things that they go to the most. And when I say uniform, I don't mean as in for work, or I don't mean as in like Steve Jobs, who wore the same thing every single day. I just mean noticing what you gravitate towards works for your lifestyle and makes you feel good. So have a little look at what you've got left and just assess. Have you got a great pair of jeans? Have you got a basic t-shirt? Have you got a denim jacket? Those sorts of things, those sorts of pieces, which are super, super versatile. Once you know what you've got, this will help you with what you may like to introduce. Now, when it comes to introducing things into the wardrobe, I think it's really, really fun to have a deep think about what sort of styles you like. And I don't necessarily mean styles of clothing such as, you know, I like a crew neck or I like a button up. I mean, when you admire other women, when someone's outfit catches your eye, what style is it? How would you describe it? Are you drawn to outfits that are polished? You know, the belt matches the shoes, matches the handbag. Or are you drawn to a more effortless, casual look, which might be an oversized vintage tee and some jeans with holes in them and sneakers? Just have a think about what you're drawn to and how your pieces relate to what you're drawn to, because that will help you identify some gaps, some pieces that you could introduce to really make what you've got left work really, really well for you. And while you are pondering on the sorts of styles you're drawn to, maybe have a little think about what words you would use to describe the style that you like. Is it effortless and vintage? Or maybe it's polished or classic, neat, feminine, structured, whatever it is. See if you can think of a couple of words because that will really help you when you do go shopping, whether that's in-store or online, because you're going to have a little brief in your mind. You can compare what you're holding in your hand or what you try on to those style words that you aspire to have. If I had to put my own personal style into a couple of words, and again, well, not again, I don't know if I've even said this in this podcast, I am 110% not a fashion guru by any stretch of the imagination, but I do really enjoy getting dressed each day and I do have a wardrobe where I feel like, yes, everything in there I like. And I do have a really clear um, clear way when I shop. I know automatically if that's a piece that I want to bring into my wardrobe. And if I had to put a couple of words against my style, I guess I would say... 
um, perhaps coastal, effortless, casual, clean, feminine maybe. I would mix those together and they kind of um, dictate, I guess, what I introduce into my wardrobe. So once you have a think about those words, you can take those with you when you do go shopping. Now, when you do go shopping as well, and again, whether it's in-store or online, I want you to throw some of the rules out. I know myself, I've grown up with these rules, and I think that I've just absorbed them through fashion magazines over the years. I haven't picked up a magazine in a long time, but pre-kids, I would often buy in style and shop magazine and Cosmo and all of that. And I would really think that the rules they had in there were real life. I remember reading so many times that a wrap dress is the most flattering dress a woman can wear, but never in my life have I felt amazing in a wrap dress. I also remember reading that if you have big breasts, you would want to avoid a high neckline because it accentuates your curves. But nowadays, that's what you want. Well, that's what a lot of people want anyway. They want to show off their shape. So throw out any old rules that you may be holding on to and set aside a good chunk of time. If you can go in store, I think it's better because you have the ability to try things on and really get a feel for what you enjoy the most. You can do this. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's online as well, but there's a bit of back and forth with returns and things like that. But if you can, set aside the time, a couple of hours ideally, where you can go in store and just try, try, try. Try all sorts of different things on. You may want to take a hit list with you for basics, such as a t-shirt, a denim jacket, a pair of high quality full length black tights, because I feel that they're very versatile, or jeans or a blouse or whatever it is. Have your hit list and then try a variety of styles within that framework. So you might think, I really want a basic white t-shirt, but try different necklines on, try different cuts. Do you feel better in a boxy cut? Do you prefer a fitted cut? Do you like it when the arm length is midway down your arm or do you prefer it a bit shorter and with the sleeve rolled up? Just try a few different things so that you know it's worth putting in the time to try because it means that that will cut out time in future when you are shopping because you'll know what you feel best in and what flatters you and what gives you the most confidence. It can be really hard when you have young kids to go shopping. So this may be something that you have to book in in advance and take a girlfriend with you or just have someone available if you want that opinion where you can quickly Snapchat them a photo of your outfit or take photos yourself and then go home and look over them if you're not sure. 
I always think it's important to go with your gut when it comes to clothing. Do not talk yourself into an outfit. Don't try something on and think, oh, I don't know if I love it, but maybe I'll love it if I lose a couple of kilos or I'll love it if the perfect occasion ever comes up. Just go with your gut. Do you love it? Are you going to wear it? If yes, great. If no, if you don't love it and you're not sure you're going to wear it, let it be. Don't add it to your wardrobe because we don't need a wardrobe full of maybes. We want a wardrobe full of yes items. Now, when it comes to finding flattering shapes for your own particular body type, again, I suggest trying a variety of different silhouettes and styles and having someone with you to give an honest opinion or even the people that work in the stores. If you can go in and you know how sometimes you just walk into a shop and people are really, really lovely and they seem super genuine, it will make their day if you are honest with them and say, look, I need to make over my wardrobe and I'm really not sure what's going to suit me anymore. So I just need to play dress up. If they're, if they're great at their job and they're a nice person, they will happily help you try on as many things as you need to try without that pressure. And of course, it's nice to ask your friends and family what your best feature is, but sometimes it's also nice to be seen through fresh eyes. You might be really heavily focused on the fact that you've just had a baby and really conscious of that. But when you walk into a store and you can talk to someone who works in fashion and say, look, I want to try some different styles. What do you think is my best feature? They're not necessarily going to see you as a new mum. They're just looking at you as a human and they can say to you, look, you know what? You have absolutely brilliant legs or you've got amazing shoulders or this is the perfect shade of emerald to bring out your eyes. Ask people for their opinions because you get so used to just seeing yourself and gravitating towards the same old things that you might not step out of your comfort zone. So definitely try. I can't say that enough. Try different styles. When you are in the process of trying different things, also think about what items are versatile. So how much wear are you going to get out of each item? For example, investing in a high quality linen blouse is something, if that aligns with your style, that you're going to likely get a lot of wear out of because you can tuck it into a pair of denim shorts, you can wear it with a skirt, you can wear it with jeans, you can wear it open over swimmers, you can wear it under a denim jacket or under a blazer. There's so much you can do with just a white linen look blouse and it's the same with, you know, a white t-shirt or a good quality pair of jeans. Get the basics right and then you can introduce accessories to style them up. Whether that's a belt, some earrings, a bold necklace, there's a lot that you can do as long as you do have the bones of your wardrobe and you've got the pieces that fit you well and you feel good in. Then you've got a bit more flexibility with other pieces you can introduce in to dress them up or dress them down or whatever it may be. I'm also a really, really big fan of thinking about the cost per wear for items that you're buying. So when I say cost per wear, it's a little math equation that I like to lean on when it comes to buying things. So say, for example, I have a special occasion and I want to wear something 
a little bit out of the out of the ordinary or just that bit extra special, you know, I'm not going to spend upwards of $300, $400, $500 on a dress if I'm only going to wear it once because that is a very expensive event then. That means it's costing me like $400, $300, whatever it is for that one wear. Whereas if I find a great quality shirt that might be really, really basic And some people may consider expensive if it sits around the $100 mark. But if I put that shirt on and I know it's of high quality and it's going to hold its shape and I know within the next year, year and a half, I'm going to wear that shirt 50 to 100 times, then the cost per wear comes down dramatically. Say it's $100 and I know I'm going to wear it 50 times at least, that brings it down to $2 per wear. That's something that I'm always thinking about whenever I'm purchasing something. How much will it cost me per wear? Is this a good investment? For me, I live in denim shorts. You probably know that if you follow along on social media. And now denim shorts are certainly not the epitome of style. But for me, they are the epitome of comfort and really, really work well for my lifestyle because I'm often sitting down in front of the computer so they're comfortable. I'm often taking the dog for a walk around the block or running along while my kids ride their bikes or ducking down to the beach, school pickup, all of that stuff. They're just really versatile for me. So a $50 pair of denim shorts that I wear a hundred times really do pay for themselves. So you may find that little cost per wear equation helpful Because I know a lot of us, a lot of women will struggle with spending money on themselves. So that to me is a really logical way of looking at purchasing. I also am definitely aware that everyone's style is so personal. So I would never be able to say, oh, these are five things that every single woman needs in her wardrobe because we all like such different things. We all live in different climates, have different lifestyles, different needs. But if I did have to recommend a couple of my favorite key pieces, I guess, to have in anyone's wardrobe, I would definitely lean heavily on a linen look blouse. I also love a good pair of high-waisted jeans because, again, they're versatile. You can tuck a t-shirt into them, pop a pair of white sneakers on, and you've got a great casual look. Or you can pair high-waisted jeans with a silky cami and some strappy heels, and that's perfect for a night out or a few drinks or date night. I also really love high-quality, full-length black gym tights. Now, even if you are not an exerciser, you don't head to the gym or anything like that, a really, really good quality pair of tights that make you feel supported in all of the right places can be so practical, especially for us mums, when we are just throwing our runners on to get out the door. If you team those tights with an oversized tee or a crisp white t-shirt or a vintage tee um, or an oversized tank or singlet, it can just look really, really effortless. And like I said, it's just super, super practical. I do love a boxy white t-shirt as well. And I know that white can be one of those colors that some people steer away from because of stains and young kids. But I always find that a white shirt just looks so polished. And again, you can wear it in so many different ways and add accessories really easily. 
A good white shirt is something that I think is worth having in every wardrobe. I also really like having a denim jacket. Again, just it's a transseasonal piece. If it's only slightly cool, you can throw it on. If it's really, really cool, you can layer up underneath it. It's just versatile. You can wear it with your tights and your white sneakers. You can throw it over a dress. There's a lot you can do with just a denim jacket. They would be probably my top picks currently. And again, it could change at any moment. Um, And it's definitely reflective of what I like personally for myself. I also think that if you find something you love, go hard. (laughs) If you find a t-shirt, a blouse, a play suit that you adore and that feels really, really great on and you feel super confident in, go nuts. Buy it in all of the colors that they have. Stock up. That is what I do because it's just less resistance. If you know that that shirt in that size works well for your body shape, get a few different options because it just means that there's less friction when you go to get dressed. It means you don't have to shop around as much and you just have confidence and faith in what you're bringing into your wardrobe. So many of us just end up with a closet or drawers filled with clothing that we don't actually like and we don't regularly wear, or perhaps we hold on to it hoping that one day it will fit us again, or because it used to look nice on us, or because we feel guilty about parting with it. But holding on to stuff just for the sake of holding on to it doesn't actually serve us. And life is for living, and you have a right to feel great every single day. That doesn't mean that you need to be doled up to the nines or you need to go and spend a fortune. And you know, this may not apply to everyone, but if it doesn't apply to you, I'm doubting you've gotten however far in, 25 minutes far into this podcast. But you do have a right to feel great, feel confident, feel capable, and also have fun with your clothes. Definitely don't get tied up in rules. Don't obsess over what's in or what's on trend right now, go for pieces that make you feel great. And please, please, please do not hold off on making over your wardrobe until you are a certain size. You are worthy as you are right now to feel great. I really, really hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. I was a little unsure about sitting down and recording this podcast, to be honest. I've actually done it a couple of times now, but so many of you have said, yes, I want to hear this. So fingers crossed you've enjoyed it. I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you've listened to this podcast, jump over to Instagram and please leave a comment. My Instagram handle is at Kylie Camps. I super appreciate you listening. If you're listening via iTunes, definitely hit subscribe. It means the world to me. I'll chat with you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.